welcome back to the Across the Pod NFL podcast. We are here for a week four preview, and with us, we've got a returning guest back with us today. It's hit the showers, Dave Kaprosh. How are you? I'm good, man. Thanks for having me on. Um, week four already. It's 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 already. It's like, can we just slow it down a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> it goes so quick, you know. After so many months of you know long waiting, a lot of months, nothing really happens, particularly after draft and before training camp. But it just feels crazy that we're already almost a quarter away for the season, which you know seems to have flown by quicker than quicker than normal. Um, but of course, before we do, Karen, I've got some exciting news for those of you that follow my Twitter. You've seen us already. But I'm going to be at all three games and all three games in the press box, which is going to be an amazing experience. My first time doing it. I can't wait, you know, being able to join you know, post-game uh, sort of press conferences and pre-game stuff and being able to be in amongst all different famous faces and well-known journalists in the UK and from, and from America. It's going to be a fantastic experience. I'm hoping that I'll be able to ask questions to at least Derek Henry, maybe Josh Allen as well. Awesome, man. I'm so excited for you. That's very, very cool. Good for you. Yeah, I can't wait. And it starts, of course, this weekend in London. And you'll be there next week, of course, for the Bills game. Dave, I'll be meeting up with you and a few others that met I met in um, Detroit on Thanksgiving. So how excited are you for the um, trip to London? I know. it's. It seems like, um, I mean, it's it's pretty much here. I mean, fly out next Thursday night. And, um, yeah, when the schedule came up, you know, I figured, ah, we, you know, start piecing it together and now it's now it's here <laughs> you know we'll get through sunday's game which i'm sure we'll, we'll we'll talk about and um yeah it's it's for me it's gonna be a whirlwind it's gonna be basically coming in thursday night and i'm heading back back to the states monday morning but um yeah i'm looking forward to just getting a good taste of uh the uk uh everything just the lifestyle and uh my first time out there so i'm looking very much looking forward to it should be a good occasion. Uh, one of the best games, probably the best matchup for the three. So it should be a, an exciting prospect. Um, speaking of which, Thursday Night Football has a very exciting game with the Detroit Lions and the Green Bay Packers. Um, I'm going to go for the win. Um, I think, sorry, the win for the Packers. Uh, I do think that the Lions, I think, I think both teams have showed a time potential, but also shown a bit of at times weaknesses. Uh, I think the Lions probably are the favourites going into this game, but I just fancy the Packers at home to get the win. Um, how are you seeing this game, Dave? Um, I'm <laughs> I may go the other way. I'm I'm I kind of jumped on I think that the the Thanksgiving game that we were at against Buffalo, I just took a liking to that that team overall. And uh, and it's it's carrying over into 2023 for me. So I'm I'm gonna go with Detroit. Hey, and just before we carry on, we have missed two weeks of previews, um, but we did do a week one preview with me and Freddie Harper Davis. Uh, I had 11 correct scores, which included Detroit, and Freddie had eight. So at the moment, albeit only one or a few weeks into the season, I'm currently leading the leaderboard ahead of Freddie, but I'm sure that will change come the rest of the year. Um, so speaking of London, the game at 2pm UK time on Sunday is the Atlanta Falcons taking on the Jacksonville Jaggers at Wembley Stadium. Uh, I'm going to go for the Jags win. Uh, I just think with the fact they're used to playing in London, I said 10th or 11th year doing it. I'm still not convinced on Desmond Ritter, and I think the Jags' defense can handle the run game of, of uh, B. John Robinson and Tyler Algier, uh, and I don't think the defense has done enough. I think the game last week showed their, their issues on defense as well, even with the addition of Jesse Bates. So I'm going to give the Jags a win. Who are you seeing winning this game, Dave? Um, I'm I'm leaning towards Jacksonville as well. I think maybe that was their 
I don't want to I hate using that phrase wake up call against a divisional opponent in Houston last week. But and as you mentioned, this is like their tenth, eleventh year playing in London. So I mean, I'll give the I'll give the nod to the uh, the Jags as well. And here we go. The point of the main reason why I invited you on, Dave, to preview the first lot of games at 6pm as the Miami Dolphins travel to Buffalo to take on the Bills. I'll let you go first, as you're a Bills fan in this podcast. How are you seeing that one, and are you going to it? Yeah, I have season tickets. I'll be there Sunday. Uh, we'll be there bright and early, uh, the early tailgate. And, um, I mean, it's the home team, and... Um, the history of the Dolphins for me as a, you know, a late person in their late fifties, those seventies Dolphins Bills games still <laughs> resonate with me uh, losing 10 in a row. So of course I got to go Buffalo, but um, you can't look past Miami's offense. I mean, you know, I don't care who they play. You, you, when you drop 70 on an opponent, I mean, that's pretty damn impressive. So Buffalo is definitely going to have their hands full. And I, I I guarantee, as you know, as being a Dolphins fan, they would love nothing more to come into that building. And I wouldn't say dropping 70 on them, but I'm sure they would love to walk out of there with a, with a solid W. So it, it's, you know, the over and under speaks for itself. And it's going to be a 70-degree a day, sunny sky, a fast track. I mean, take the over, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a betting man, it, it should be one. I, I think Buffalo might just have enough juice defensively to possibly slow it down. So, yeah, of course, I got I to gotta pick the hometown too. Well, it's no shock to anyone. I'm going for the Dolphins to win this game. I think I've not been this confident since Josh Allen became a Bill. I've not been this confident of a win in Buffalo in years. You know, even last year, you know, we had the quite confident we could do it in both games but I don't think there was ever true belief we could win this game but I think now after you know the three games so far I mean last week and we mentioned it on our previous episode just how good that win was and uh, all the it was against a much worse team in Denver Broncos I, th- I still think that the fact we took you guys so close and even beat you last year albeit in Miami um, I think you know, it was show- showing signs of progress and I think we're making a tougher to make it tougher for you guys against us and I just think that I think Josh Allen has at times been a bit careless with the ball. I, I've always said that he's a bit like Brett Favre 2.0, amazing arm, but has these moments which, you know, you, you don't really know how to explain. So I think Mammy will get the win, and I've not been this confident in a while. But at the same time, I wouldn't be shocked if he lose this game because it is in Buffalo, albeit it's in September rather than December, which is a massive boost. Um, I wouldn't, wouldn't have, wouldn't have France had a chance to tour playing you like last year in the snow. I'd think that's always a tough place, but I think, I imagine should be still a warm environment for in Buffalo or warmish. I, I think we might just have that in our favour and I'll give us a win for that as well. Um, speaking of Denver, our next game is Denver traveling to Chicago. I think this is going to be the worst game of the week. I think both teams are pretty bad. It, it may make it may make a really good game. I mentioned this on my appearance on the Across the Pond podcast earlier this week, but um, I think it, it could make for a really exciting game because both teams aren't very good, especially defensively. But I'm going to give Denver the edge. I just think they showed me a little bit more. They scored, still scored 20 points last week, scored a press touchdown from Cortland Sutton, an impressive kick return touchdown as well, whereas Chicago showed me nothing in that Chiefs game. So, yeah, I'm going to give Denver the win. How are you seeing it, Dave? Um, yeah, I'm going to have to take Denver as well. I mean, I, what is going on in Chicago? <laughs> oh, my goodness. 
it's it's sad. I mean, they had their equipment stolen. You know, their equipment stolen. The defensive coordinator quits. I mean, I don't know. I, it's they're in a sad, sad state of affairs right now. And uh, yeah, I, I I would have to take Denver. I don't know if you saw the meme. I think I saw it yesterday. They should just flex this game to like three a.m. on a Wednesday or something. <laughs> <laughs> going to be zero interest, unless of course you're fans of both teams and maybe the guys that you know the. the the bookies in Vegas, but yeah, Denver. Denver should win. Maybe not handily, but they should. They should definitely win this game. Next game is a AST North battle as the Cleveland Browns host the Baltimore Ravens. I'll let you go first this time, Dave. Who's going to win that one? Man, this is like between the Miami Buffalo game, and for me, I think this is like one A and one B. Uh, Baltimore at Cleveland. Cleveland's defense is legit. Jim Schwartz defense. We've had Jim Schwartz as a D coordinator here prior to uh, Rex Ryan, and they lay the wood, you know, to these, uh, you know, offensively to these or defensively to these to these teams. And I'm gonna have to go with Cleveland, especially at home. Yeah, I've got Cleveland as well. I think that you know, there's there's, there's an, I think Watson had his best game ever in a Brown State, which we think not many fans enjoyed seeing. But you know, um. I think the run game has been pretty good now. They've added Kareem Hunt. I think they've got more than capable in their run game, even without Nick Chubb. And I think, as you said, that defense is just outstanding. And it was brilliant last week against Tennessee. So, yeah, I'm going to give Cleveland the win. Um, speaking of Tennessee, they hosted Bengals. Now, I did appear, I mentioned before, I appeared on the Across the Pond podcast where we predicted these games. I had Tennessee originally because I wasn't sure about Joe Burrow's status and his health. But he played on Monday night against the Rams. And I think for that reason alone, They'll get the win. I don't think it'll be pretty. I think they're still finding their feet, Cincinnati. But I just think Tennessee are, at the moment, not the same team you saw in previous years under Mike Vrabel. So, yeah, going to give the Bengals a win. Who's going to win it for you, Dave? I mean, Cincinnati, look, they still have, they still don't look right. You know, a bad calf or not with, with Burrow, just some of his throws. I, I didn't watch a whole lot of that Monday night game, but I might have to give the slate edge to Brable's defense, especially at home against uh, a, a Joe Burrow that he, he's not as mobile to begin with. And I think that might, I think that's going to help maybe Tennessee's defense just a little bit. I, I give the edge to Tennessee, especially at home. The next up is in Indianapolis as the Colts host the Rams. I'm going to give the Rams the win. Um, I don't think the Colts win is convincing at all against the Ravens last week. And I, think the Rams, whilst they weren't great themselves on Monday night, I think I'm really impressed with the likes of Puka Nakua, uh, Kieran Williams in the backfield, and I think you've got Aaron Donald still there in, in on the, on the defence. I think the Rams have been better than we all thought. I you know I know had them as the eighth seed in our predictions episode in the NFC, but I think they've definitely been better than advertised, and I think without Cup, that sort of was always a worry, but I think Nakua's come in and had a great first few weeks this season, the rookie. So, yeah, I'm going to give the Rams a win, but I don't think it'll be by an awful lot. Um, but how are you seeing it, Dave? I may throw travel into this because I thought LA was going to stay on Eastern time zone and they flew back to LA after that Monday night game. And now they're coming back to the East, you know, back to the you know Eastern time zone again. So, I mean, is Richardson playing? Are we going to see Menchu? I mean, and don't sleep. I mean, the Colts defense, I, I, I wouldn't sleep on it. I may... <laughs> It's so weird. I may, I may go. I may give the edge to the Colts, especially with the 
with the the back and forth travel that the Rams are doing this week, especially on a, on a very short week playing Monday night and then coming back to the East Coast, you know, for for Sunday's game. Interesting, interesting. Um, next up is J- Jameis Winston Bowl as the Saints host the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, I'm going to give the edge to the Buccaneers. I think we saw how the Saints collapsed without Derek Carr, and I don't think he's playing in this game on the weekend. If he is, I'd have said him because the Buccaneers weren't great against the Eagles at all, but they've won their first two games. They've got something in them. So I'm going to give the Bucs to win. How about you, Dave? It's always a tough place to play in the, in the Superdome. I mean, no matter who's the quarterback. I mean, even Taysom Hill, you know, under center could, could do some damage too. Um, I think Tampa on a short week. I think Tampa's maybe starting to come back to earth. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Saints, no matter who's a quarterback, you know, for them. Hey, so so far we'll be, we are one, two, three, four, five, seven games in. So far we've got five different winners. We've uh, we've both gone for Broncos, Browns, and Jags. Apart from that, it's all different. So very. Differing opinions so far, which we all would like to see on this podcast. Um, next up may not be one of those ones. As the Eagles host the Commanders, I think this will be the most one-sided affair of the week. I think the Commanders, they you mentioned the Buccaneers. I think the Washington kind of been brought back to earth when they played the um, the Bills last week. When they played you guys, um, I know Karen was there, and it was a such a one-sided affair. And their first chance, they played a good team, and they looked pretty bad. So yeah, I'm going to give the Eagles the win. I think the Eagles are going to win, but I don't think it's going to be as ugly as maybe a lot of people think, especially a divisional game. Washington, for some reason, they always play they play the Giants tough and the Eagles tough, no matter where it is. But I, I'll give the edge to the Eagles for sure at home, but I, I think it might be a little closer. Okay, so another game which has a former player against their own team is Adam Thielen takes on his old team, the Vikings, as the Panthers host Minnesota. Originally, I had the Vikings winning this, but I actually have changed my mind and I got the Panthers winning it. I just think that, I don't know, something's not right in Minnesota. I know Kirk Cousins is the leader in passing yards, but I just, I know I was high on him before the season. I had him as a dark horse for, for the season, but I just, I, I don't know. I, I think Andy Dalton right now is probably a better fit for the Panthers than Bryce Young. I think Bryce Young may have some teething problems in year one. So with Dalton playing, I can see him taking the game, taking the edge on this one. Um, how about you, Dave? I mean, Minnesota is staring at 0-4. And that's a that's a really that's a decent roster. I mean, yeah, they've, you know, obviously they're not winning those close games like they, you know, how many of those close games did they win last year? I I can't see them going 0-4. I, I'm gonna have to take the, I'm gonna have to take the Vikings. Just a, a gut this is gut check. A gut check game for them. I think I, I'm going to take the Vikings on. Hey, the Vikings, interesting. So, our next one, our final lot of 6 p.m. UK time, UK time games, 1 p.m. Eastern for those in America, as the Houston Texans host the Pittsburgh Steelers. How are you seeing this, Dave? I mean, Pittsburgh. You know, they travel well. They're they're fans. I mean, you probably saw that enough. You saw some of the Sunday night game. Um, back-to-back road games. I think defensively, I think Pittsburgh's pretty damn good. I think offensively, they're trying to find their way with uh, their offensive coordinator. But I mean, you, I think you can't go against Pittsburgh no matter where, no matter where this game is played. So I'll, I'll go Steelers. Yeah, I've got them as well. I really like what the Texans are doing. I think I like, I really like Stroud. I was really high on him before the draft. I really like Tag Dell, their wide receiver. Um, but I just think. 
Pittsburgh, you know, their team that starts off slowly, but they always find their feet eventually. And I think this game, that could be the one. And they obviously got the win against the Raiders. And I just fancy them to maybe edge a close one. Um, what I think could be one of the best games of the week. I, I'm liking Houston, but yeah, I'm going to give Pittsburgh the edge. Um, our first lot of late games. So this one's at 9.05 p.m. in the UK uh, as the Chargers host the Raiders. I don't like either team. I don't like Staley I don't like McDaniels. Um, but I, like, I hate McDaniels more than Staley. So I'm going to give the Chargers a win. Um, I, I think the Raiders haven't looked great in Garoppolo. It's probably what we all thought he'd be, you know, a mid-tier, maybe even below that quarterback for the Raiders. So, yeah, I'm going to give the Chargers the win. I think it'll be close. I think the Chargers will find a way to make it close. They'll find a way to charger it. But I'm going to give them the edge and give them the win. Yeah, I but I wonder what the over and under is for the Chargers. How many times they go for it on fourth down, no matter where they are on the field. <laughs> I've never seen a franchise take as many fourth down shots as they do, and it's crazy. And it, I mean, it's it's bit them on the back end a few times, but yeah, Chargers at home. I think there's a little dissension in that locker room now with the Raiders and just how McDaniel's is running things, almost like a corporation, like like New England was all those years with the Belichick. So I think I think they're starting to see some cracks in the armor there. But yeah, Chargers at home for sure. Okay, so the shock thought last week was the Cardinals beating the Cowboys. The Cowboys have a chance to get back to winning ways as they host the New England Patriots. Um, I'm going to go for the Cowboys. Um, I think that the Patriots have won a game last, but that was against a Jets team with Zach Wilson. I think up against a team with, albeit a point middle-range quarterback in Dak Prescott, I just think that with that plus Pollard, plus that amazing defense with Micah Parsons leading the way, I've got the Cowboys winning it, and I think it'll be maybe by double digits. Yeah, I would say it definitely Dallas at home um, coming up, but coming up an ugly loss. But the wingless defense... Don't I mean they can't score, so I think the defense is gonna. If it's gonna be double digits, it's barely gonna be double digits. I think the Wingland's defense can, can keep it close, but yeah, and yeah, the Wingland's offense. I mean, you scored fifty. You know, they're probably one of the lowest scoring teams in the league. And yeah, it, just, it doesn't look like it's gonna get any better, at least for a while. But yeah, definitely Dallas. Hey, next one I think will be the easiest one to predict as the 49ers host the Cardinals. Um, I think it's the Niners. They are at the moment my tip to make the Super Bowl. I think they're just the most complete team in the league. I think every area of the field they're just amazing at. And I think, again, to Cardinals. So I think actually better than we all thought. I've really liked Josh Dobbs these first three weeks. I just think the Niners will be too much and they're going to go you know, 4-0. Um, but how are you seeing it, Dave? Any shock on the cards or are you seeing it just a simple Niners win? Um, Again, another divisional game. Um, Cardinals always play them tough, but San Francisco's defense right now is just they're they're clicking right now in defense and they're and they're getting after it. I mean, you held the Giants to I think it was like 160, 170 yards you know, total offense, and I don't see it any different with the Arizona offense going against that defense. So yeah, definitely Niners at home. Yeah, I mean, I, I went to that game in San Fran, albeit for the first hour before my flight home. I remember watching the players warming up and Nick Bosa, you think he's a big man when you watch on TV. If you see him, you know, you see him there without his gear on, that guy is absolutely stacked. He is just an absolute beast. And it's um, crazy when you see him in real life, just how big these players are. And it's, um, yeah, he, he is quite the um, quite the, quite the specimen, I must admit. Um the final game on Sunday Night Football is the New York Jets hosting the Chiefs, which, of course, was 
probably pre-planned for Aaron Rodgers against Mahomes, but once again, this has not been allowed. Um, I think, yeah, I think if the Jets were playing, sorry, if Rodgers was playing, I'd have had the Jets winning, potentially winning this game. But I think with Zach Wilson, I don't think the Jets will win many of these primetime games. And yeah, I'm going to give the Chiefs the win and I think could be potentially by, again, double digits. Um, yeah, it's, boy, if there's a, a, from what I've been reading the last couple of days, if there's a locker room that's starting to really crack, it's definitely in the Meadowlands and the swamps of Jersey with the with the J E T S. Um, it, it, I mean, you don't want to see anybody hurt. I mean, when Rogers got hurt in that game against us, I, I, that just sucked the life out of that franchise. Yeah, you you beat my team that night, but look what they've done since with Zach Wilson. Yeah, Zach Wilson's beaten us twice. <laughs> Go figure. But um. I think defensively they could give them some problems because the Chiefs offense, I mean, yeah, they, they you dropped 40 on Chicago, but they didn't look good against Detroit offensively. And they really didn't look good against Jacksonville. They had three turnovers against Jacksonville. Jets at home, they'll keep it close. I think Casey will definitely win because of the X factor, Zach Wilson, but I think it might be a little closer than I think people are hurt. Yeah, definitely a Chiefs win. Yeah, I mean that that defense. Is still good for the Jets, and I think I've heard I was watching Good Morning Football today, and they were talking about the unrest, um, about Salah being an apologist for Zach Wilson and saying he's undoubtedly our starter. And I know they're another given a you know a really bad list of free agent quarterbacks to replace him with, but you know there's a lot of talk about that, and I think that you know well, I think it's a win-win for it could be a win-win for the Jets in terms of if they do have I don't know a five-six win season, they'll have a top draft pick, and they could have Rodgers back and have, you know, whether it's an, a really good offensive lineman or whether it's another another weapon on the offense or defense. And I, I think that what we saw, like we saw with the Burrow injury, the Bengals, and then being able to get Jamar Chase as a result, I can see the Jets potentially almost benefit. As long as Rodgers is back and he's back healthy, this could be a, actually a good thing for the Jets for next season. And I think that will be their real, their real last dance. But I'm sure you agree with me. Hopefully not. <laughs> I know. It's funny, as I've gotten older, I just like, you just want healthy football teams to go against and not have any excuses. You know, you got a Joe Burrow calf injury right now, and now Rodgers is out. It's like, just, can you give me 32 healthy teams? I mean, I know that's impossible, but I don't know. You want the best to go against the best, and right now, for the Jets, I mean, I got a buddy of mine. I just, I feel bad for him. It's like, here we go again for them. But. Yeah, I mean a season over in four plays, I think, wasn't it for that for that for that Jets team? Um, final game of the week is Monday Night Football uh, in New York again um, as the Seahawks travel to the Giants. The Giants, I mean, they're almost Jekyll and Hydeish right now. It's like, we are gonna get? <laughs> who are you getting? You getting the forty to nothing opener against Dallas or the comeback down? you know, almost, what, 20, 20-something 20 points against mm. the Cardinals. And then, you know, then getting dusted by San Francisco. Um, I mean, Giants at home, I think they play better at home. And then you got Seattle, you know, across the country. Um, I, I'd have to go Giants at home. I, I think there's a lot of talent on that roster. And, and Seattle is, Seattle's as well, but I think Giants at home. I think desperation football might start coming to play a week four. Interesting. I've gone for the Seahawks. Um, I just seen the Giants 
haven't looked great. I think most times they would have lost that game against the Cardinal. I think I think better teams would have put them away. Um, because I, I was at that game and the first half they were they were really really bad. I mean, they had I think they had eighty total yards on offense. I think it was in like twenty five rushing yards and fifty odd passing yards in the entire first half. It was really really bad, you know. And then second half just completely flipped on the head. I don't know what Brian Dable said at half time, but something seemed to work. But I just think that you know, with the loss last week as well, I just I'm not convinced by Giants. I think they've they've taken a downward step, and Daniel Jones particularly has taken a bit of a regression. Albeit he was pretty good in that Cardinals game. And I think the Seahawks have had a okay and decent start. They, you know, they're two and one, I believe it is. Um, you know, and they, you know, they allowed a lot of points against Lions, but they scored a lot of points as well. So for me, I think the Seahawks have shown me a lot more promise than the uh, Giants are. So I'm going to give the Seahawks a win. Um, but that is where we will end it today. Um, before we go, we've got after the 16 games, we've got six different winners. So I've gone for the. Packers, Jags, Dolphins, Broncos, Browns, Bengals, Rams, Bucks, Eagles, Panthers, Steelers, Chargers, Cowboys, Niners, Chiefs, and Seahawks all to win. And Dave has gone for wins for the Lions, Jags, Bills, Broncos, Browns, Titans, Colts, Saints, Eagles, Vikings, Steelers, Chargers, Cowboys, Niners, Chiefs, Giants. Um, so that's what we're in the podcast. So thank you, Dave, for coming on once again. Thank you. Appreciate uh, coming on. And um we will see you in London next week, brother. <laughs> can't, wait, can't wait to see you. Um, and of those who are Bills fans, listen to this podcast. Do find Dave on Hit the Showers on Facebook. And he does weekly content, weekly videos, looking ahead to games and looking back at games once they're ended. So yeah, if you're a Bills fan, some great content on there and go check it out. And also find them on Twitter at FelignoFan17 and you'll see a lot more Bills content on there as well. But in the meantime, this has been the Across the Pod podcast. I've been host Andy Davis. This has been David and we will see you guys next time. <laughs>